You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Tim Webb, and I'm here with our teacher, David Klingler, for our Teach Me the Bible podcast. And David, before we begin, I want to remind everyone that they have study guides available through our app, their weekly study guides, through our app and the website. But also, if they will go to teachmethebiblepodcast.com, they can uh, sign in with their email, and they can receive exclusive uh, show notes uh, to, to follow along uh, every time we're just walking through chapter by chapter, and uh, I know uh, we have uh, kind of an emphasis here on just Monday through Friday. We want to walk people through Scripture, encourage them to grow in their faith, but on the weekends, uh, other times, we want them serving in their church. We don't ever want to take away from the local local church, Correct. and so yeah. we want people doing relationships yeah. in, in You don't the need body. to be listening to, to this podcast on Sunday instead of church. Right. You, you, you need to get your, your tail to church. That's right. That's <laughs> and, uh, right. And yeah. so, yeah, that's, that's a, that will be about That's as explicit as we'll get on that kind of language, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you and, need to get your family you know, in the church. And whatever we can do to help you understand the Bible, <laughs> yeah. and so these, these study guides are, will guide you through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can tell you uh, mm-hmm. what the Bible says. I put that in air quotes, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, but we want you to be able to see for yourself what the right. Bible says, and so uh, daily devotional, a uh, daily working through uh, the mm-hmm. text and reviewing what we have covered that week, and and working through it for yourself, so that mm-hmm. your understanding becomes your conviction. Right. That's really important, and so so that's where you go to mm-hmm. to uh, to really uh, get those resources. Yeah, and I want to remind our listeners as well, and you obviously in the years that you've been doing this, and just me just pastoring, I, I continue to see passages where I thought I had it, and then I'll, I'll go back and just review. And once you see these things connecting, yep. what the author's doing, it is amazing just how much it makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You yeah. can actually read it, and it makes sense. And yeah. so one of the things I hear all the time is, well, the Bible just doesn't make any sense. And it's because we're we're really not reading it. We're mm-hmm. actually just kind of skimming it and looking for our, the verses we like or the mm-hmm. verses we agree with or the actually the verses that agree with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and uh, and so you know what is Paul actually saying to these people? Why is he saying yeah. it? How is he saying it? And, and and then once you understand it, you really can't ununderstand it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Once you've seen it, you can't yeah. unsee it. Yeah. So so that's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, today as we're as we're continuing along in our First Corinthians uh, study, um, you know, we've been dealing with these uh, these Corinthians, and and we were talking before we started. What a convicting book! Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> very you know, humbling. Uh, yeah, I hear really. there are divisions among you, and I'm going, yeah. man, he's reading our mail. Yeah, uh, we have, uh, I mean, we're sitting here in in you know Brenham, Texas, in a little bitty town with. Yeah. Uh, how many denominational churches and different denominations are represented mm-hmm, in our mm-hmm. little town? And, okay. and every one of those denominations is a division among you. There's mm-hmm. splits and divisions and dissensions and even in our churches. And so we have the same problem. It's just over and over and over. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, um, you know, Paul has always been, uh, persecuted not only by, uh, by the, 
the Jews of his day, mm-hmm. but often by the church, the mm-hmm. very people uh, that he uh, brought into the faith, that he shared the gospel with, that he proclaimed the word of the Lord mm-hmm. to, and they turn around and they say, well, Paul, you know, well, Paul, Paul was a, you know, uh, this, that, you know, Paul's not very impressive. Paul's not very, you know, uh, gifted or talented or strong or honorable or, you know, he does, the list goes on and on. Well, mm-hmm. today you hear the same things. Well, mm-hmm. Paul was just wrong. Paul was a, you know, male chauvinist. Paul was this, Paul mm-hmm. was that. And I'm thinking, man, we still criticize Paul. Paul still has to defend his apostleship. Yeah, and what Paul today. has explained uh, and what does he explain to the Corinthians is who he is in the body of Christ. And if we don't listen to Paul, we don't have anything to listen to. Right. There, there are no words for us to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul is the um, the one that uh, was uh, was uh, commissioned by Christ to take the gospel to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the one who explains to the Gentiles how we are included in the body. If we throw mm-hmm. out Paul, we really we throw have? out everything, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so in chapter two. Uh, in chapter three, Paul is explaining that uh, he has the rev- this revelation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you got to listen to Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is the Corinthians are judging Paul, and Paul says, "You don't have the equipment to judge me. You mm-hmm. can't even judge yourself." And right. We were talking about this right. last week. This right. was in chapter uh, chapter five, uh, chapter five, and mm-hmm. now we continue into chapter uh, six. And this is just further evidence that uh, that these uh, that these Corinthians can't even judge among themselves. You know, before we get into chapter six, just real quick, I think. As as we've talked about before, this judging, judge not lest you be judged and all that, right. well, I think we take that way out of context with the church because we saw last week uh, what he's doing there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And we talked about this at the uh, end of our last week, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, you know, Paul instructs him, uh, these Corinthians, right at the end mm-hmm. of chapter uh, 5, he reminds them uh, that uh, that God's going to judge the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he told, told them to stay away from the immoral man and... And uh, he says, "I didn't didn't at all mean the mm-hmm. immoral people of the world. For uh, you know, then you'd have to go out of the world. You couldn't Can't live in that. the world, right? right. The, you know, the the world is corrupt. The, the problem is in the church. You need to get this out of your church, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if we will purify the church, if we will become unified in our faith, unified in love in the church, mm-hmm. then a lot of these problems uh, will go away. Now, the world's always going to be the world." Right. Sure. But at mm-hmm. least the world, when they see the church, will see that we're unified in love, mm-hmm. unified in doctrine, and and per John uh, chapter seventeen, that's going to communicate some things. It's going to mm-hmm. communicate uh, that the Father loves the Son. Mm-hmm. When the world sees that the church is unified in doctrine and unified in love, they will recognize mm-hmm. the Father sent the Son. They will recognize the Father loves the Son, and they will recognize the Father loves them. If we don't do those things, they won't see those things. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's just out of John chapter mm-hmm. seventeen. Uh, and so uh, we've got to, to uh, you know, judgment, uh, judge our own house. Ju- mm-hmm. You know, clean our own, uh, clean our our own uh, house. For uh, do you not know that those who are within the church need to be judged? Uh, we we judge inside the church. God judges outside the church, yeah. right? right? And we're to, to, but we're not to judge by our own standards. We're to judge by the standards of the Lord. And yeah. so uh, the problem, of course, is that these Corinthians are using the wrong standards. And so mm-hmm. uh, Paul begins in uh, 6.1 and says, does any of you, when he has a case, they translate against his neighbor, it's against another, against the other, mm-hmm. dare to go uh, to law before the unrighteous uh, and not before the saints? Uh, you can't even judge little issues among yourself, yet you're judging 
Paul, do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is judged by you, are you not competent to, you know, judge the smallest courts, the smallest mm-hmm. issues, the mm-hmm. smallest uh, events? Now, who, who would be who, in the church? Who would fill this role? Was well, the elders? Okay, yeah, the yeah. elders, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in the Old Testament, right? Remember, mm-hmm. so so. The city gate. Yeah, elders. well, we have mm-hmm. this disconnect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but even back when uh, when Moses is uh, appointing elders, this mm-hmm. goes all the way back to the very beginning of right. Israel's Exodus. Uh, to, you know, the smaller cases were to be judged by the elders, and if they mm-hmm. couldn't figure that out, then they were elevated right. to Moses. But right. it was, the elders are mm-hmm. to uh, uh, to exhort and sound doctrine and refute those who mm-hmm. contradict, to be engaged in these arguments, debates, problems. Uh, you remember, um, you know, this is, uh, uh, Paul, uh, this is in, uh, in, um, uh, Philippians. This is chapter four. Therefore, mm-hmm. my beloved brethren, whom I long to see my crown stand firm in the Lord, <clears throat> I urge Judea and I urge Syntyche mm-hmm. to live in harmony. Indeed, true comrade, I ask you also to help these women who shared in my struggle. Mm-hmm. In other words, so so this uh, the elder of the church here, he, he's supposed to help these two get along because they've mm-hmm. got dissensions among them. Dissensions mm-hmm. are as old as the church. Sure. They're as old as humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ought to be able to Work judge through. with righteous judgment mm-hmm. and operate according to the word of the mm-hmm. Lord. And uh, and why not be wrong? And Paul's mm-hmm. going to, to say this. So um, if... The church is going to uh, judge the world. If the saints are going to judge the world, but they can't judge their own small issues, mm-hmm. we have a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Do you not know that we will judge the angels? Verse 3, how much more matters of this life? Uh, if then you have law courts dealing with matters of this life, do you appoint them as judges who are of no account to the church? In other words, um, you're going the, the church is going to be asked to judge the big things, judge, mm-hmm. uh, judge, uh, uh, judge the world, judge angels, uh, administrate God's righteous judgment. Mm-hmm. But you can't even take care of the little things, and you're actually hauling your fellow brother member in the court. church down to the court yeah. in front of the Secular unrighteous. Court. Mm-hmm. So I say this to your shame. Mm-hmm. You've already lost. Mm-hmm. Is there not a wise man, a, a single wise man among you who is able to decide between the brethren, but brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers? Mm-hmm. Actually, then, it's already a defeat to you uh, that you have lawsuits with one another. Why not rather be wrong? In other words, it would be better for you to just be wronged mm-hmm. than to take your brother before unbelievers and let unbelievers judge believers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a proclamation that the church has absolutely and totally failed. Right, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why not rather be wrong? Why not rather be defrauded? On the contrary, you yourselves wrong and defra- uh, defraud and that your brother. You're hauling your brother down before unbelievers, and now you got unbelievers judging the church, mm-hmm. and the church is mm-hmm. going to judge the world and unbelievers. You go, wait a second. We have a problem here. And Paul's point, let me get this right. You're judging me. I'm the one who gives you the word. But you don't have the equipment to judge even the smallest little issues among yourselves, mm-hmm. and you're going in front of unbelievers. We have a problem here, mm-hmm. right? A big right. problem. Do you not know that? <clears throat> do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? 
Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, or thieves, or covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, or swindlers shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Mm -hmm. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in in the Spirit of God. All things are lawful for me. But not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but I will not be mastered by any. So Paul's transitioning here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me while I um, hack my lung up here. <laughs> I'll pat you on the back <laughs> if you <Yeah>. need it. <laughs> yeah. So um, so let's go back here. So so um, all of this acknowledgement of sin, you, you acknowledge your sin and, and you've been mm-hmm. washed of that. So... Uh, as we go forward, this is not what's supposed to be in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so if you see your brother in sin, you go get him because mm-hmm. that brother is a member of the body. And you don't take the body of Christ and attach it to sin. You don't take the body right. of Christ and attach it to immorality, adultery, fornication, idolatry, any of that stuff. Because when you do it, you're attaching the body of Christ to those things. Mm-hmm. So you don't do it. And so this, uh, so this is a problem. And so in verse eleven, and you, some of you were, you and such were some of you, but you were washed, you were set apart, you were justified in the name of uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of God. <coughs> all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. Okay, now what's going on here? Yeah, he's changing yeah. here. So we'll- yeah. Um, Paul is introducing. So often what Paul does is he says it, and then he explains Explain. it, right? Yeah, right? Rather than explains mm-hmm. it and then summarizes mm-hmm. it, therefore, here's the point. No, he says, here's the point. Mm-hmm. Now, let me uh, let me explain it. Um, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. Not all things mm-hmm. edify. Not all things build up. All mm-hmm. things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by any. Food is for mm-hmm. the stu- so he's making a point here, right? He's making right. a point that's going to attach back to this failure to judge. Okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> food is for the stomach, and the stomach is for food. But God will do away with both of them. Yet the body is not for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. Now God has not only raised the Lord, but He will raise us up through His power. Do y'all not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Absolutely not. May it never be. Do you not know Mm -hmm. that one who joins himself with a harlot is one body with her? For he says, the two will be one flesh. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee immorality. Every sin that a man commits is outside of the body. But the immoral man sins against his own body. We'll return mm-hmm. back to that because mm-hmm. that's a pretty tough verse and important mm-hmm. one that we understand. Do you not know that your body is the uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit? Verse 19. Do y'all not know that y'all's body, y'all's plural, mm-hmm. body singular, mm-hmm. it's not y'all's plural, bodies plural. Yeah. Right. It's y'all's right. plural, body singular, mm-hmm. is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in y'all? And we've talked about this before, yeah. right? So they've been baptized into one body through mm-hmm. one spirit. The spirit resides in the body of which they are a member. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so Paul's point 
is you you individually are, are mem- a member of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So y'all corporate are mm-hmm. members of the body of Christ and if y'all attach yourselves mm-hmm. to a harlot you're attaching Christ to a harlot. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Right. This ought to just be startling, terrifying mm-hmm. sin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all not know that y'all's body, your y'all's body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in y'all, whom y'all have from God, <clears throat> that y'all are not your own? For y'all have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in y'all's body. Now, that's important. Mm-hmm. So, um, so remember back uh, at the end of uh, chapter 5, he says, I, I wrote to you not to associate with the mm-hmm. immoral man. The immoral man here, <coughs> it's uh, the word porneia. It's the mm-hmm. pornography is the word we get it from. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it, the sins against the body of Christ, those are huge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sexual sins, uh, you know, the, the, uh, and, and the, the, the immoral sins, the, the harlot, the prostitute, the adultery, the, you know, mm-hmm. those things that you attach yourself and you become one body with them. You're not just attaching your member to them. You're attaching the body of Christ, Christ. to them because you're a member of the body, body of, Christ. of Christ. And so, uh, we don't uh, do this. And so Paul is going to explain, uh, that his goal here, Mm-hmm. Uh, is everything he does is recognizing and remembering that he is a member of the body of Christ, and mm-hmm. he wants to make sure that he mm-hmm. protects that <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're bought for uh, bought with a with a price. And so, uh, verse uh, eighteen: Flee immorality. Flee. Uh, do not attach yourselves individually to things that you wouldn't want the body of Christ attached to corporately. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, every sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body, sins against mm-hmm. the body mm-hmm. of Christ. What right. are you doing sinning right. against the body of Christ? Right. Uh, you were bought for a price. Uh, uh, you know, Christ laid down his life for you, and you're sinning against not only Christ, the head, but against the body. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one, tearing down the body. Which is tearing down the body, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we need to recognize uh, that you, it's not just you alone in your relationship with Christ. Now, that's true. You've been through faith. You have been mm-hmm. baptized into one body through faith. And so mm-hmm. you are in Christ, but you are in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you are a member in Christ. And so if you or if you see someone who is, uh, you know, in sin, who's committing sin against the body of Christ, Boy, go fix that, mm-hmm. because God will judge inside the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, in chapter 11, he's going to say, this is why some of you are sick and some of you sleep, because mm-hmm. the body of Christ is being judged. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the judgment is always to get rid of sin. It's always mm-hmm. to purify. Uh, Israel's judgment when they broke the covenant was for the purpose of them repenting and returning to the Lord and restoring relationship, good relationship mm-hmm. Which he's going to remind them of that in absolutely next, in a yes, little bit so, absolutely. So, uh, well, he's also just building. I mean, this case is just chapter back in chapter three. Yes, he's going to address the one who tears down the body. Yes, yeah, yeah. And the, he's just that, kind of expounding yeah, on this. Abs- absolutely, you know? yeah, so absolutely. So, we've already walked through that. So you know, uh, chapter one, uh, 
y'all are over there saying that you're so wise, but mm-hmm. you're boasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're boasting in the wrong stuff. You're boasting in your tongues. You're boasting in your, you know, your wisdom of speech and yeah. cleverness of speech mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is you're you're boasting, but you're not wise. You're actually a bunch of morons. You're mm-hmm. fools. Uh, mm-hmm. You think you're strong, but you're not. You're weak. Um, you, you think that you have Only the Paul can get away of, with oh, that. Well, I love language. Paul because he's just such <laughs> he a straight says, shooter, yeah. right? Look, I'm going to tell you something yeah. here. <laughs> you think that you're wise. You think I'm a fool. You yeah, think that you're right. strong. You think right. I'm weak. Here's the problem. Uh, that you're I'm an the idiot. only one. Yeah, you're an idiot. You're you're a moron uh, because uh, we yeah. have the wisdom of God yeah. and we have the strength of God. And yeah. If you want to be put on display this strength, I can come do it. Yeah. Uh, but I was not given this gift of apostleship for the tearing down yeah. of the body of Christ, but for the building up building of the body up. of Christ. And so we, the apostles, uh, have the mind of Christ. We have received the thoughts of God, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been communicated through the Spirit to us. And these are the things that we proclaim to you. Mm-hmm. And if you were spiritual, you'd recognize what we're doing. But you're not. You're a bunch of idiots. You're yeah. a bunch of morons. Right? Well, and he even expresses, I-, I would love to give you the weightier things. Yes. The spiritual, yeah. But you're yeah. just babes. Uh, on I milk. gave you milk, and you milk. couldn't even right. handle the milk. And, right. of course, this goes back to Isaiah 28. We've talked mm-hmm. about this. Quick right. review. We're getting back up. Yeah. So so all of this is just snowballing, <laughs> yes. right? So yes. so chapter 1 goes to chapter 2, chapter mm-hmm. 2 to chapter three. 3. says, I gave you milk to drink, and you couldn't drink it. He's laying and, it out. And so uh, you, you need to recognize that we are, uh, God's uh, fellow workers, and you are God's building, and, mm-hmm. and the Spirit dwells in the building. I was the master builder. This all has been built up. Uh, mm-hmm. And so th- these things I've applied to me and Apollos, and so so we are apostles. Let us, a man, uh, regard us in this way as stewards of the mysteries of Christ, and mm-hmm. uh, you are strong, and we're weak, and and you're with honor, with you know, and so he, mm-hmm. you know, we're fools for Christ. This is all chapter four. Mm-hmm. He says, this is ridiculous. You people couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> yeah. And you're judging me. You don't even have the equipment to right. judge yourself. Right. Now, so chapter 7, and we're going to start mm-hmm. this uh, this next time. So mm-hmm. in chapter 7, he's going to say, okay, uh, apparently they have written him, and they've said, uh, we got some questions for you, Paul. We're yeah. evaluating on, you on these, these issues, things. Paul. Mm-hmm. You better have, you have to answer this. And so right. that's what it's going to do okay. next week. So we're just flowing right through yeah. here. Seven, eight, nine. You need to think about this in the context mm-hmm. of the, of the mm-hmm. whole argument. And that will actually make chapter 7, which is a tough chapter. Mm-hmm. If it's it is. considered in isolation, mm-hmm. if it's considered outside of the message that Paul's got going, mm-hmm. chapter 7 becomes difficult. If you consider it inside of the movement of the book, it becomes uh, pretty simple. Pretty makes simple. A lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but at the same time, remind, remind us of where we started. We are called to account. Absolutely. And so we better know what Paul's saying if we're going to step into that role within the church. So our, our local pastors uh, who actually want to apply Paul's letter to the mm-hmm. church uh, better know, better know what the standard that he's living by. And he's going to share this with his congregation, but it's out of love and concern for the body out of honoring Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I, I never want to, uh, I never want to forget to encourage our local pastors because they've got a they've got a load, and uh, you know they're not going to be the big convention speakers and all that. They're just day in and day out trying to lead the flock yep. to honor Christ, and so I want to encourage them to just stay steady, stay strong. Absolutely. Uh, and and you're relating to to Paul when you're when you're blasted for just trying to hold your sheep accountable. So yes, yeah, yes. So. And if you're a uh, a member of the body. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, ignorance is no excuse. Right. Right. And so we mm-hmm. all want to know the scriptures so that mm-hmm. we can live by it. Yeah. Well, thank you, David. And thank you to our listeners for joining with us. Look forward to the next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.